you're listening to the Wool Academy podcast. This is episode number 50. Hello and welcome. My name is Elizabeth van Delden and once a week we talk to an industry expert from the wool industry supply chain from farm to fashion and beyond, delivering strategies and insights to be successful in wool and showcasing those beautiful stories wool has to tell. Today's guest is Claudia Weiss de Machado from Uruguay. She is the owner of Montelan, a wool company that has been a member of the wool industry in Uruguay for over 58 years. Claudia has also founded the wool fashion and accessory brand Don Baez Ekushik 20 years ago. Welcome on to the show, Claudia. How are you today? <laughs> Hi, nice, nice hearing and nice talking to you, Lisa. Lovely. <laughs> I'm so happy to. And we haven't. Um, I'm so excited. It's lovely, lovely, absolutely great. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's always a miracle that you can sit in... Are you in Montevideo right now in Uruguay? Yes, yes. Exactly. And I'm here in Bonn in Germany and we can just have a little <laughs> chat about you. That's great. <laughs> exactly, and we're um, fantastic. Super, super opportunity. I'm, I'm very excited to get all these wool, interesting wool people all over the world to be able to connect and, and be seeing whether we can do something exciting with to make people excited about wool. That's yes, all. that's a good goal for today. Well, <laughs> well, let's start by you telling us a little bit more about yourself and the work that you do in the wool industry. Okay, I'll tell you, Lisa. When I, I grew up in Montevideo um, and... I went to the British school and during, at the beginning, I wasn't sure really what I wanted to do, but my father, who had always been in the wool industry in Europe, he made it, when I came, I studied at Sussex University, I, I'm an economist, when I graduated, I just, I, I thought that one of the things that I really wanted to do is come back and work hard side by side, learn all about the wool industry. At that time, there were many wool exporters in Uruguay and all over the world as well. And my, imagine my first IWTO conference was in, I went, I visited in 19, I was there when I was 18. That was my first one in Monte Carlo, in Monaco. Wow. And since, <laughs> yeah, since then I said, oh, wow, I want to be part of this. So I went to Sussex, I studied, I became an economist and came back to Uruguay. And the goal was really, at that time, I said, I, I, I want to be part of this. At that time, there were about maybe 30 companies in Uruguay. Everyone was doing different things. My father had always been very focused on scoured wool and on gray wool. So that was what he liked to do and he was very good at it. And everyone knew him for that. And he had come from Europe where, um, where of course, especially inferior wools are used, you know, are transformed and, and they're always used. Everything, nothing, nothing is thrown away in, Euro, in Europe. Where, and, and so he came back with all this knowledge and said, I, w I want to use all the wools that are usually, that other people disregard, which are, you know, like the gray wolves and make and 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 he made a lot of money with that he he was always um very good at buying cheap wolves 
transforming them into great things. You know, that's what other people didn't look at. And he always, he was always good at that. And that's some, one of the things, he learned that in Europe, obviously, where um, everything is recycled and everything is reused. So he taught me all this when I was young. And so that's really how Montelan uh, started with ma making use of all these cheap wools, which other people didn't, you know, didn't go for. And that's, that was what made Montelan different to other companies. And so that's why I, I like all the gray wools, which are, are, which can be made into beautiful things. And people just um, haven't realized that, you know, so that's why I really, that's why I, I, I started Don Bias, because I wanted to use all that knowledge that I have with gray wools and put it into beautiful clothes, you know, and because as I buy the wool, I store it myself. I, 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 I do all the process from the sheep all through to the little shop that we have. So, you know, thanks to what my father taught me, I can do all this now. That's an amazing story. Um, and just to clarify, with gray wools, you mean wool that is like in color, not comes from sheep that have very white wool, but are like brown or... Yeah, there colors. are sheep mm -hmm. all colors, from white all the way to dark brown. Okay. And there are very were... fine... We, you know, because we've been buying wool for so many years in Uruguay, I go to the farmers that have the wool that I need, the correct wool for what I need, and I buy not only Merino, I buy all sorts of the Polworth, I buy different um, breeds, and I look for the finest wool and grey wools, you know, and that's what I, and also for the lamb's wool, and I put all that together, I blend that together, and I do myself the yarn and everything and the whole thing. And everything in Uruguay then? Everything in Uruguay, which is another thing which, you know, I'm so happy about because I don't want to do what typically everyone does, go to China or wherever. Uh, and, um, no, I want to have, do everything on our premises. I have different, I, do, I don't do it myself, but I do it on commission in different, different companies in Uruguay. And I'm happy because I can also help Uruguay in a way because there are such... There's, we have fantastic workers here with all the knowledge and people who are going, don't have a job because, you know, everyone is going to China to do everything <laughs> and they're losing their jobs. And there's so many people in the textile industry in Uruguay who are without a job. And we, in a way, we keep a little group in, in, in business. And um, so we do, them on, we do all, everything on commission, everything. We don't do it ourselves. I don't want to have my own company, my own factory. Uh, that's also something I learned from my father. He always said that it's it's wise to do things on commission, and then you can you know you can supervise and 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 be very. Um, you have to always look for the best quality, but do everything on commission if possible. Not own your own factories because in this way. Um, in this way, you can put your um, your effort into something else, you know. 
whereas if you had a big a factory then it, it's a whole lot of many people and you have to look at after so many things working on commission makes it easier uh, especially now as a woman more but um so i i, I those are the little um advice that he gave me you know my father <laughs> I like that what you say and that, that you learned so much from your father and a applying lot. that I, yeah. learned, <laughs> I learned a lot you know my father his name was Fritz Weiss and that's why I like everyone liked him so much he was a very generous very generous and always always gave people advice and help people everyone everyone and um, so he he was a really good coach You know, in the old days, we didn't have that word, but he now I realize that what he did all the time was coaching people. Every time people came into the office and asked for what advice on anything, he would always give advice, you know. So now he'd, he'd be the mentor <laughs> yeah. of, 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 of the 20th century anyway. <laughs> and so what he told me was exactly this. And as I liked all this so much... Uh, um, that's why the brand Dombais was the way they called him. Everyone, you know, very fondly called my father Don because in in, in Uruguay everyone call, they call you Don when they have respect for you, and they called and they couldn't pronounce Vice, so they said Don Bias. <laughs> so that's the way um, we. I like the name for the brand. Yeah. Okay. That explains where that name came from yeah <laughs> and what kind of products do you actually make then um, give us a little bit of an overview well we try to do everything that we can do ourselves with a good quality and always with undyed all this undyed fine wool we uh, we started off with all the blankets and throws and everything that is for the bed because um, I, 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 at the beginning, I learned a lot from, you know, obviously, I made many mistakes at the beginning, and some of the first products aren't as beautiful as I would have liked them to be, but that, that helps a lot. One learns a lot by making mistakes. And um, what something I always kept in mind is to ask people what they thought of our products, and they kept on saying, this is okay, this isn't, and, and so we, that's how... A little how we uh, uh, how we improved our quality, and um, then we went to one of our one of one factory, which um, had always made some very good woolen products, uh, and w and I went to them and I nothing. I asked them to do to improve always the blankets and the throws, and then suddenly we started doing shawls and. And um, and with this, with I thought, why not make also te textile, um, you know, um, woven the, woven and knitted the, materials. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. So I said, why not? And so we 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 came, you know, yeah. So we made the 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 the, the, the textiles and came back, and my sister and I. At the beginning, it was just my sister and I. Uh, she helped me a lot because she's an artist. She's a fantastic artist. And so she helped me a lot with the designs. And at the beginning, it was only very simple things that we could handle and do ourselves sort of thing, you know, giving 
just small steps. And then some, some, and then about like six or seven years ago, we I took on designers and we started to make beautiful collections and with all sorts of, from coats to capes to, all, you know, different, whatever you can think of in wool, we make. For ladies, women, men, and even for children, we do something. We make we make ponchos that the that men, ladies, and the same poncho for children, for ladies, and for men, uh, and all the you know we try and do what whatever comes into our minds and people ask for us to make because there are so few things in Uruguay, woolen. There's nothing in Uruguay practically made out of wool. Um, nothing practically. I mean, you know, that you can go into a shop and buy, except, and so that's why, you know, we we really, I'm, I really feel that I'm doing something <laughs> very useful for the country also. And who would you describe then as your key target market? Is it mainly Uruguay or do you also focus on other markets? At the moment, I'm still focused in Uruguay because Uruguay has grown quite a lot. There are many tourists who come. We are we have our little shop in a very touristy area with many, many, many hotels around us, and so we get many, we get many, many tourists, and, which is great for our product because they people who look for something made in wool, they you know they come to us. So that's great. But yes, my website, we're working on our website and improving it. And I'm, and I think that that is very, very, that will be the next step. And this year it for sure, it will be perfect. And I'm going to great, you know, the, I'm hoping very much to have being able to sell through the, you know, through the website. That's my goal. Yes. And then also For ship sure. internationally. Of course, yes, mm -hmm. we can do that easily. Mm. Except right now, the the people you see, I don't want to do. I don't want to make mistakes. I want to go step by step. <laughs> And so um, we've had people who've asked us for big, you know, for big orders. But I like Uruguay. In Uruguay. You can't accept a big order of certain things because you'll definitely make, you know, they won't, it'll go, it won't go right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to, I want to do what I can do well. And um, I don't want to, so I'm, I'm very careful about that. You know, I'm, I'm very, very, um, um, I'm, I'm, I'm very proud that whatever is made, whatever is made with the brand Bombay's will be, you know, good design. I want it to be something that you'll wear. I, I was so happy, Lisa, the other day someone came into the shop and said, I, I have one of your capes, which I wear practically daily for 10 years. And everyone looks at it and says, wow, it looks like you bought it yesterday. Yeah, you know, that's the sort of mm. product that Don yeah. Bias is. It's something that lasts you 10 years and people look at it and like you've bought it yesterday. So that's something I want to keep in mind. And that's my goal. You know, I don't want to leave that standard, that high standard. So um, 
that for me is very important. Yeah, and I think the last time we met in Harrogate, you also said that you kind of had this learning that you actually want to stay small. And that probably relates to what you just said um, right now, yes. that you're not about, you know, expanding dramatically, but just keeping no, it small, I'm... but then high quality. Exactly. That's something I'm so happy about. If possible, I want to make something. I, I, I you know, also <laughs> at certain age, I suppose one likes to, one thinks back and says, you know, it's great to work and I'm happy about working and I'm so You know, I'm so passionate about what I do, but on the other hand, I like to also enjoy life. I can, something also that my father taught me. My father started the day playing golf. Every, this is every day of his life that I worked with him. <laughs> We start, he always played nine holes, of, you know, and then he went to the office for two or three hours. Then he went home. He had a lunch at home with my mother slept a little nap and then went to play bridge in the afternoon and then back home you know this is when he was 70 80 because he worked until until he was 85 wow yeah <laughs> that sounds like a <laughs> okay. good lifestyle yeah. <laughs> you know and that's what i'm looking for. that's what i want for myself too i want to work i want to play golf i want to i don't play bridge i'm not so keen on bridge but i <laughs> you know that's what i want so i'm that's it so if um so that's what I'm looking for that's my target and I think the website for Donbass will be great because it will give us visual it will you know will give us visibility for people in other countries who appreciate a good product and pay a little more for something which is well done and has been taken care of and um, as I buy the wool myself and do everything myself <laughs> Like you say in the in the wool world, you know, from sheep to shop. So yeah, that is something which is very powerful. And as we really do it ourselves, well, that's what I'm, you know, that's what I'm aiming for. Mm. Yeah, and I think you can see that um, what you what I saw so far, especially on your website, is that everything seems to add up and be in sync with each other because obviously you have you only work with these gray wools so the color scheme is very clear and then all your pictures all your you know posts everything kind of fits together and and talk like yeah is one very straightforward corporate identity and speaks one language so i think that's quite impressive that you achieved this and i was wondering if that also just developed over time or was it always really clear in your head I think it was always clear, you know. I always had it so clear from the very from the day one. Really, I I said I, I want to do something. I'm very stubborn, you know. People come in and say into the shop. Now having a shop, I've had the shop for three years. So when I hear people all the time, and I'm always interested because we have our little office at the back on purpose so that I can hear everyone who comes in, and get feedback from everyone and. Um, And people come in and say, hmm, wouldn't it, you know, oh, I love this. Some people come in and say, this is incredible. This is really made in Uruguay. You know, everyone is so impressed and said, this looks like, um, I don't know, it's the Italian brand, Cucinelli, or, you know, people are always saying that. I'm saying, wow, incredible that you should say that, you know. But, okay, 
but then others say, maybe you could put some color into this. And I said, no, this is, there are other brands that dye. I don't want to do this. I want to just use the wool. I put in a little color using, for instance, what we do sometimes. Occasionally, we embroider with other colors. I like that, you know, to do something. Or we, or we also add some color with some leather. Also, that that is nice. I like that, you know, that combination wool, leather, wool embroideries. But I, I want the, the basic woolen product, Lombais, to be undyed, you know, just yeah. That. So you're staying very true to your very your true. Vision. That's what I yeah. want it to be, and that's it's been like that for 20 years, and I want that. I want to keep it like that. Mm. And yes, I feel that you know it was my father who taught me that these are the beautiful, most beautiful wool is gray and make use and you know because people also even in Uruguay they don't know there are gray sheep. People say, what, you don't dye this? No, <laughs> no, you don't. Yeah. Really, everyone is very astonished and they, or no one knows. Yeah, I tell them, yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm happy, I'm happy, happy that I can um, stick to my principles and, and keep on. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, speaking of what you just said about your customers, do you also feel that there's a good understanding of wool or do you also need to educate them about wool? I have to educate people all the time. No, no one, no, unfortunately, except for some older people who come in, but most, most people, or even, you know, people our age, like, you know, 40, 50, 60, no, they don't, they're, they're, they're lost. They don't know much about wool in Uruguay, unfortunately. Everyone goes for, for the brands, for, you know, cheap, nice beautiful clothes which you can buy all over you know in in the old and nice shops Uruguay there are many you know the, in in the shopping centers there are lovely shops but then you know when the tourists come into the shop and they they say listen I've been to the shopping center and there's nothing interesting there because yeah it's all the same as anywhere in the world you know <laughs> you have all the ring and then when they come into Zambayas I'm so happy because they say, wow, this is, this is what I was looking for. And I didn't know, you know, so mm. that makes me happy. That makes me so happy, Lisa. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can hear. <laughs> yeah. And I would also like to talk a little bit about um, what you do on social media. Um, because I saw that you're quite active on Facebook and Instagram. And tell us a little bit more about the role that social media plays for your brand and also your sales. Listen, I mean, well, we've, uh, yes, we're quite active, that's true. I don't know how many people really, people who w will at the end be our customers, that I don't know, because numbers are numbers, and I have no idea. I We advertise, we s spend some money, not that much actually, but yes, we do, and I don't know. I use it, but I mean, I don't use it myself personally because I'm I'm not so uh, uh, fan of all the social media. But yes, I as a as a brand, we're interested. We try. We do our best. I don't know, Lisa. Maybe I'll ask you. Have, do you think that our uh, the the twenty three thousand followers that we have 
on Facebook. I have no idea. Yeah, I think it's quite an impressive number. And I think what I hear you saying is that you have someone in your team who's dedicated to, you know, pushing those platforms. And I think it, it's important nowadays to you know, have a website that's well functioning and then also having some social media platforms where you can, you know, engage with, with the audience. And even if it's tourists who will discover you and then they can also connect with you when they're back home. So I think it's yeah. a good way. Yeah, no, no, sure, we do that. And we have TripAdvisor also. And, um, oh, sure, no, no, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and as, as our products are also, so, um, you know, present in many hotels, you know, because many of the blankets in, in the, the nice hotels are gone by so so that's also something i'm very happy about as they have been used for you know 15 years and they are still 10 years and they're still beautiful and you know oh, yeah, so that also you know shows yeah. makes up the whole point of you know how lovely wool is and it's, yeah it's the cheapest thing to buy if you think you're going to wear it for 10 years. But <laughs> that's something we know and it's so hard to communicate, right? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. But And, and uh, if you look back, so when you started Don Buys, what were your challenges back then? And what would you say is your biggest challenge today? Well, my... I suppose it's well, something that I would love is for everyone to be able to wear wool. You know, it's something that that is the challenge, and and that's why I started Don Bias. I want everyone to wear wool because it's so great when you're wearing wool. You know, and um, I would like, I think, uh, a bit like, um, you know. Uh, like Don Quixote and Sancho Panza, you know, I feel a bit Don Quixote in this, but going against, you know, what everyone is looking for, because people are just looking for other things, obviously, here in Uruguay and all over the world. But that is my 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 challenge, really. To I, what I would love is for everyone to have a a Don Bias woolen scarf, for instance, you know, so, and and yeah, when it's cold, you know, and uh, and. Uh, And a cap, you know, don't bias. I mean, and how great you feel when you wear it. And I mean, that's what I'm looking for. Okay. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, I my can, challenge. I like, I like the, um, that you say you feel like Don Quixote. You say it better than me. We say Don Quixote. Yeah, I feel, I feel like Don Quixote, Sancho Panza, really, you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because everyone comes in and says, you know, but I can buy something for half price and I say, <laughs> I'd love to give it to you, and I do that sometimes, so that you feel well, the difference between this, and so this, you know, that's the reason, that's what Lisa, why I also, you know, started Don Bias and made it so, you know, big and, and, and so diversified and so many different products also, because I, you know, I want people to be able to find something they like at the right price and start wearing wool. And feeling the difference of wearing wool and makes all the difference. Once you once you've started in the wool world, wearing something. Once you've started the miracle of wearing something woolen, makes so much difference. Yeah. But I want that. You know, I want that for 
I want that for my people. <laughs> and from the journey that you've been on now, is there something that you can you can recommend, like a learning to other entrepreneurs or designers who also might want to start their business with wool? <laughs> to I suppose that when you that I don't know that if you like something that just do it the way you like it I suppose because if it has your if it if it has um how can I say if it if it looks like you that something that you love then 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 you can transform the world really I think that's as long as you're it's genuine it's yours I think so and not something that you've seen from someone else we all copy things obviously I mean not saying we should copy we look and and we are inspired looking at other people but it, you have to you know think back just be genuine and and think what you like for yourself i think that's that's my advice so mm, trying like for yourself staying, yeah. yeah staying true to yourself okay that's a very staying good true. yeah i think that's what you should do and <laughs> yeah. okay that's a great place to yeah. stop <laughs> uh, no no Lisa I was just thinking because uh, also because what the other thing that I do a lot is I wear everything myself to see what it looks on me and how it wears and how you know how it feels I do that all the time and maybe that's also good advice to because, test your um, own products yeah mm -hmm. exactly so you see what other people when they look at you what they say and also how you feel about wearing something and then you're selling something which which you know which has been proven and that's what i do all the time and if it's not right for me i i don't sell it you know that's mm -hmm. something mm -hmm. okay great claudia um how can our listeners find out more about your brand on bias where should they go well we have this a shop in montevideo in um in in a little neighborhood called in Positos and more specifically Punta Carretas. It's um in a it's how can I say it's like a little Punta Carretas is is very very nice in, in, in Montevideo. It's on the on the on the, it's all it's very near the beach and where there are lots of hotels and our shop is in Ejauri. Is it's that's the name of the street. And otherwise, we also have our website, which is www.dombias.com, which is changing at the moment. We are, you can still see it, but it'll take about a month. And in a month, we'll have a wonder, you know, it'll be totally different. <laughs> so um, I would love people to visit it in a month's time. And so that's it. That's the places where you can buy Don Bias products. Great. And I'll make sure I'll list the website and your shop address in the show notes so that people can access it very easily. Well, Claudia, I've really appreciated talking to you. It was very interesting. And I li love your passion and enthusiasm for what you do. Mm -hmm. And I hope Thanks, that really. all go continues to go well for your brand. Mm, thanks, thanks, thanks. I um thank you very much. I was I love love talking to you and let's keep in touch. Yes. <laughs> Because course. we all have the same in mind really wherever you are you in in, in Germany or over here in, in Uruguay. 
everyone, everyone, what everything helps for the same message, and we're all in the same direction. So we must help each other and connect with each other. That's true. And connect. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah. thank you so much. Oh, thanks, Lisa. <laughs> bye. Bye, bye. I really enjoyed talking to Claudia today for my 50th podcast episode. Can you believe it that it's already 50 episodes? You can really hear Claudia's wool passion in her voice. If you want to find out more about Don Baez Ecochic, visit the show notes where you can find all the links that were mentioned in the episode today. Visit elizabethvandelden.com forward slash 050. I encourage you to check out the Don Bias website where you can find the large variety of products such as skirts, dresses, trousers, throws, blankets and other accessories. And you can see with your own eyes what beautiful products Claudia is making from all those beautiful grey wools. Visit elizabethvandelden.com forward slash 050. One quick tip for you today, I have put together a Wool Calendar 2018 as a free download on my website. The Wool Calendar 2018 is a document that includes all relevant wool dates, fairs and events throughout the year 2018 as far as they are already available. This calendar can help you plan your 2018 and get you prepared for your social media activities as well as your travel well in advance. Download the calendar over at elizabethvandelden.com forward slash wool minus industry minus calendar minus 2018. That is indeed a complicated link, so here it is once again. Visit elizabethvandelden.com forward slash wool minus industry minus calendar minus 2018. But I will also make it available on the homepage of my website so that it's much easier to find. Thanks for listening. Talk to you next week and bye for now.